Podcast with Holly and Nira coming up a birthday etiquette question. Okay. Can you wear it now or do you have to wait? Does it have anything to do with a birthday suit? A birthday suit? <laughs> I'm wearing that right now, honey. Yeah. Uh-huh. And how do you feel about the if I can? I'm trying something new, Nira. I want to know what your thoughts are. Okay. And I need to know about your ticket talk. Not TikTok, your <laughs> ticket talk. Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Where's your ticket talk at? Ticket talk. I know, very confusing. Not TikTok. Okay. <laughs> but where's your ticket talk at? I was thinking about this the other day as I was rocking down Robson and Burrard. Rocking or walking? I was rocking and walking. Rocking down Robson. I was <laughs> it. Okay. I'm walking and there was a chance. I knew there was a pretty big chance that I may have a parking ticket on my car mm. because, you know, when all of a sudden your phone is trancing and the data connection times out and I was trying to run out of this place, you know, work, trying to, and I knew there's a chance, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not, we know the timing of when the attendants come around. Dude, sometimes like we, we start paying for parking at 9 a.m. Sometimes 9.03 I got they're a there. ticket. 9.03! Yeah, they're there. Dang. So I was doing this ticket talk to myself. Okay? <laughs> Self-ticket talk. Self-ticket talk. I'm like, if there is a ticket on my car today, just remember, it's okay. Um, I know that's like $42. Or is it 46 bucks? It's 46 bucks. it's gone up. Yeah, yeah it's 47 or something. $46. Um, I can just make up for it by returning the shoes that I bought last week. Like, I was doing all this ticket talk to calm myself down. But if I come there to mm. the windshield and if there's a ticket, I'm not going to explode. Mm. Okay? And as I was walking by, I saw another car before I got to mine with a ticket on theirs. And my ticket talk to that person was, Aw, like you poor thing. I really feel for you. Right? Mm. I really feel for you. I was like giving like positive like vibes to the owner of that vehicle. Mm. Going, hope they're going to be okay when they see that. And I was telling my girlfriend this because she met up with me for lunch. And I was telling her the story. She's like, really? She's like, when I see like tickets on people's cars, I'm like, yeah, sucker. <laughs> She's like, my ticket talk is like, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it depends if I've paid for parking okay. and somebody gets a ticket. I'm yeah, sucker. Like, I'm that. I'm oh. like, ha-ha, I remember to pay for parking today. You are that person. And you didn't. And that sucks because I have been on both. How many tickets have you and I got here oh, over... We have parked on Robson forever, and we I can't. I, I can't. mean, I hundreds of dollars in tickets. Sometimes it's my fault. Sometimes I put in the wrong license plate. Sometimes I pick the wrong car. Yeah. Sometimes it's the wrong spot. Like, give me a break. We're up at 3.30. We call. We beg the city of Vancouver. They don't <laughs> care. They're like, we don't care. Give us money. Pay us. So, okay. like, fine. Whatever. So, there's the, there's the next level of ticket talk. So, ticket level, ticket talk level one is... Your self talk, yeah. Ticket talk level two is what you t- what you talk and what you say in your head when you see it on someone else. Yeah. Ticket talk level three is what you say to the people, the city of Vancouver, yeah. when you call in. Yeah. Are you kind? Are you nice? Do you beg? You know I've I mean? tried both. I've been very very kind. Nothing changes. Okay. I've been straight up and nothing changes. So I don't know what they want from me, and yeah. I know they have like they know me. Like, they have my account <laughs> because they've brought up, like, previous things. Like, now I, I'm done. It's done. If I get a ticket, 
whether I believe it's my fault or not, I have no choice to pay it. I just have to. And, uh, you know, the excuse sometimes, I don't know if you now have tried recently to, to call into the city of Vancouver. No, I think that, I swear to God, I can't, I can't get through now. I think I'm flagged. Well, it's so funny. There's a, a recording now that plays that, mm. you know, if you <laughs> if you don't talk to them kindly or nicely or whatever. Oh my like, God, really? They have the right to refuse yeah. to speak with you. That's fair. But that's that never used to be a recording before. Yeah, what did you do to them? I didn't do anything. What did you do? I'm always so kind. I am the kind beggar crying on the phone girl. You've cried to them? I'm like, I'm so close. I'm like, dad, connection activity. I took screenshots. Can I send you my screenshots? I have three kids. <laughs> They're like, okay, just this time. They, that worked? Just this time. Well, tears, man. Okay. Yeah, tears create fear. I've <laughs> Tears for fear. <laughs> Good. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Ultimate fail. Seriously. Okay, I don't know if you know how our show works, but we're live, okay? <laughs> like, we are just live. There's people. no delay. Either of us like, what if you swear? I'm like, we're fired. Like, that's yeah. easy. Dumb. Yes. I mean, done. Lots dumb. of thinking involved, all right? <laughs> oh. Anyways, I'm about to, if you just heard it a few minutes ago, I was about to do uh, the biz. And uh, right before about to go on the air, Holly and I were talking. I was, uh, for Halloween, I was Rhaenyra, by the way, from House of Dragon. Okay. Got into House of Dragon quite a bit before Holly did. I've been telling Holly, you got to try out House of Dragon. you got to try out House of Dragon. Because we both loved Game of Thrones. Yeah, love Until the end, for crying out loud. Exactly. Bran, really? Well, one of the things that Holly said to me when she started watching, finally started watching House of Dragon, just don't say anything about the show. Because you're way ahead of me, Nira. I don't want you to spoil it for me. It's mm-hmm. like, no problem. So I, I always talked in code. I would try and give you looks before I could say something. You were very good about listening to me talk about the show. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, can you believe in episode one, and this happened, and episode two, like, oh, can you believe she did this? And you'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And yeah. you're like, I can't comment because I I know what, I, I'm ahead yes. of you. So I'm like, I need to know if you have gotten to a certain part, but I can't ask you about that certain part until I know about this part. Is this part? And then I give her. It gave you looks. Mm-hmm. Then you would give me information. Then I knew yeah. where you're at. Yeah. And then this morning, as we're talking, you were saying something about your husband. Yeah, we were watching an episode last night, and my husband John was like, "You know what? It's not grabbing me. The show. It's just I don't know. I love Game of Thrones. Yep. I think I'm out on this House of Dragons. I don't know. So if someone says that to you, that too much incest, like, apparently. Okay, you know. What? <laughs> oh, it's Game of Thrones. That gives nothing away. That's that's part of the show. I was gonna say that's ridiculous. It's Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Like think about no, it's it, even it, uh, earlier than Game of Thrones. So much well. happened. So House of Dragon. I'm thinking, okay, if your husband is now saying, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I can go any further. I'm like, okay, there must only be like episode four or five. I know I only have about three episodes left. I I hoard them because I like to watch them all together, not week by week. Yeah. And then Holly spills out a giant spoiler. Oh my God. Like, I can't even say it. No. I'm not going to say it. You you just just blurted it four seconds before I've got to go on with the biz live on the radio. And I'm just sitting there in awe going, are you you kidding me right now? Okay. I started the show before you. I get you on the show. You tell me, don't you dare spoil anything for me. And then you spoiled it for me, the OG watcher. I didn't realize what episode number I was on because I just hit next. I go to Crave, I hit next. Next episode, next episode. I didn't realize the numeric number. There are 10 episodes. I didn't realize that last night. (laughs) I watched episode nine. There's so much about this story (laughs) that makes no sense to me. She has no idea she's on episode nine. She has no idea 
Holly has no idea. She is now ahead of me, Nira, and now she's spoiling the show for me. And I spent all this time not spoiling the show for you, knowing that I was waiting for a time where I'm not in a rush and I can enjoy Game of Thrones. Oh, or sorry, House of Dragon. I am so sorry. And what really threw me off is because your husband's like, yeah, I don't know if I can. I don't know. I think I'm done. I don't know if I can watch anymore. <laughs> the show's not for me. Yeah. You say that at episode three. You don't say that at episode nine of I the show. I don't think he realized that we're almost done, too. Like, we only have the finale, which okay. makes sense based on what I told you, what happened. Like, last night's episode was massive. Clearly, you need to let your husband know something. He's into it. If you can last nine episodes <laughs> of a show like that, yeah. he's into it. I am so sorry. I know, you should I be. I feel really bad. Why are you not buying me my coffee this morning? Why I did should. I buy my own coffee? I should find a goblet and <laughs> yes. feed you coffee. Don't talk about goblets. Oh, I won't. Spoiler. Oh, God. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Okay. Do you want to learn how to not give an F? Like, truly, truly not care what people think. Yeah, it's uh, it's a really hard thing to do. Yeah. There's like books written on it, podcasts, there's movies, there's, you know, talks, there's Not TED easy. Talks, TED Talks. Um, but let's try, okay? Okay. Because people who live this way of life of truly, like, not just saying, I don't care what you think, but like actually not caring what people think, swear by it. They're like, it's absolutely life-changing. They feel like they're going to live longer. They enjoy every day more. Like, it's just, it sounds like a very positive happy place to be. Don't they say it's like revolutionary? That's the word. Revolutionary. Right? Sure. So here's tip number one on how to really truly not care what people think and not give an F, okay? Number one, realize that you're going to die and embrace it. They say the minute you realize like, dang, my time is actually limited. You're going to start actually living and liking it and it being grateful for what you have. Okay. And not caring about parking tickets. <laughs> I don't know. Parking tickets. Like the little things, the trivial things. Yeah, not that that's trivial, tickets. but... Do bother me. They yes. do. Um, they say stop comparing yourself to others. Mm, yep. That's impossible. Social media has made that very difficult, to be honest. It's made it impossible. Yeah, you go on social media and then all you think is, oh, should I be doing that? Why don't I look at that? Should I have that? Mm-hmm. And then your mind just goes into like a really dark place. Yeah, you never leave Instagram scrolling being like, you know, I feel really good. Never. Right? I never go, oh my gosh, I feel so light and breezy and happy. Yeah, I'm never light and breezy. No. And I'm an adult. Like, I know. And I'm still, like, comparing myself to other people. And, like, it's terrible. And imagine teens are now on this on, No, I on know. This, on this platform. Horrible. You're going to love this one. How to really, truly not give an F. How to not care what people think. Trust a few opinions and forget the rest. But then you have to be careful who you're trusting. Yes. You have to really know the trustworthy are actually trustworthy. Yes. Because at the end of the day, aren't you then kind of caring because you're listening to the trustworthies? Yeah. So that's confusing. You got to do what I do to find out if someone's really trustworthy. Plant a fake secret and see if they tell anybody. Do you actually do this? Oh, yes. Okay. So all your fake secrets that you told me, did they go anywhere? I've told you a combination of real and fake secrets and so far very good, Nira. Yeah, because I don't talk. I know. I mean, I talk for a living, but I don't talk. <laughs> if sure anybody do. ever tells me anything, I'm pretty much a vault. No, that's good. Mm. I don't even talk about stuff that happens to me that I have a right to talk about. What? Yeah. Like you feel like you have things you should say and you're like, I'm, it's my secret. No, it's just like, <laughs> I don't want to ever be the topic of someone's discussion. Really? Yeah. You're the topic of my discussion a lot. <laughs> Is that bad? Is that bad? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Actually. Holly and Nira. And now, the biz with Nira. Another piece of the puzzle to the Tom Brady and Giselle Bunch and breakup. That's today's top biz story. 
Giselle Bunchen, she bought a $1.2 million house months, months before the split with Tom Brady. So confusing. Apparently, she bought this house in February. Now, this is before he announced that he's unretiring. Huh. And this house had nothing to do with him. It was her own separate house she got for herself and the kids. This is good because a lot of people were saying, mostly men, I'll be honest, were saying, you know, oh, she's so controlling, trying to control her man, right. trying to tell him what he can and can't do. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, First of yeah. all, rude. Yeah. Second of all, no, she bought this place on her own. Clearly, they were having issues probably, honestly, for years before yeah. we even heard about it. And this is that, like, what is it, the classic tale? Oh, yeah. Of apparently Tom Brady did not want to divorce Giselle. He at the end was saying he was willing to do absolutely anything for her not to leave him. Willing to go to therapy, the marriage counseling, the changes that she wanted made. He was willing to do it all. He did not want the kids to have divorced parents. He really wanted to work this out. But it was too little too late for her. Because apparently she gave him tons of opportunities to fix things. And he didn't take those opportunities. You hear this all the time. I have heard this story over and over and over again with a lot of my friends where the relationships didn't work out where the woman says, from what I've heard, she let him know. She let him know. things. This is what she needed and it wasn't being fulfilled and then mm-hmm. she finally made the decision to leave and her her man was like, what? What do you mean you're leaving? Mm-hmm. What? I'll do anything. It's like one of the many differences of men and women. We grieve the relationship. Women grieve it in it. Yeah. Grieve the relationship while they're in it. They know it's done, but they stay yeah. there in it. Men grieve the relationship the minute they know it's over for real. Yeah. And the best part is at the end going, I'll do anything. But you had yeah. all these opportunities. Yeah. I heard Tom Brady almost tried MSG to make it work <laughs> with Giselle. That... Okay, I'm glad you can make a joke about it. About <laughs> deflecting the humor. Other relationship being over. He almost ate a McDonald's cheeseburger. Almost. Almost. You know he's grieving. It's right on the edge. You know someone is grieving. When. Or whatever, they're the best. Okay, some sad news actually. Takeoff from Migos was shot and killed in Houston early yesterday. I heard this. This is such a bizarre story. He was only 28 years old. Him and his bandmate slash uncle Quavo. Quavo is Takeoff's uncle. Oh, okay. okay. Quavo and Takeoff were together. They were shooting dice at some, like, pool place. An argument started. Shots were fired. He was pronounced dead at the scene. No Mm -hmm. arrests have been made. Police are still looking for more information. Uh, It's such a sad story. Uh, Their third member, Migos, who's also Quavo's cousin, was not there Hmm. at that time. So, yeah, it's all really, really messed up. That's very sad, and I didn't know they were all so related. Yeah, so Quavo mm-hmm. is the uncle, Offset is the cousin, mm-hmm. and Takeoff. Takeoff and Offset, sorry, are cousins. Quavo is Takeoff's uncle. Mm-hmm. And I don't know then if Quavo and Offset are uncle and nephew, too. That part I'm not sure about. Okay, we'll Google. Yes. And uh, let's very something very light and ridiculous to move on to. Martha Stewart is responding to all of those who want her to date Pete Davidson. Hey, uh, I'm Pete. Yes. Martha Stewart wouldn't mind dating Pete Davidson, in theory. She was playing a game with Drew Barrymore, okay, on Drew Barrymore's talk show. Mm-hmm. And she was asked, like, wave a red or a green or yellow flag if you're, if you're into dating a dude with tattoos. And then they use Pete Davidson as an example. Mm. She waved a green flag. Mm. But it wasn't for Pete Davidson necessarily. Uh. It was for the tattoos, that she's fine with tattoos. And then Barrymore did say, there is this thing on the internet where people have expressed their hope that... Martha Stewart, who's 81, would go out with Pete Davidson, who's 28. People want to see this happen. Okay, wait. Martha Stewart's 81? Yeah. 81? She looks amazing. 
Is she making her own Botox or something? Yeah. <laughs> Botox burgers? Botox bread? What, what is she, your secret? I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what kind of well, flowers she's growing. Because we all need to sniff some of that. Seriously. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. But she says, no, she's not interested. Martha. But she, but she says she finds him intriguing. She finds him cute. But she's like a son she never had. Hey, it happens <laughs> on Game of Thrones. And House of Dragons. And House so. of Dragons. Okay. Go for it, Martha. I'm Nira. That's the biz. You can always catch up on more biz stories on the iHeartRadio app. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. How do you feel about the if I can? I've been trying something new. And so far, it's not getting it's not getting the best reaction. Okay, there's okay. something you're trying. Yeah. The reaction isn't what you're expecting. Because I say no to everything. We know. And I know there's like a thing for November, like, take care of you. It's you, boo. Do you do you. You say no. No, November. That's I say no year round to as many things as I can. Oh, is this happening again? The no November? Yeah, the no November is back. Oh, wow. Okay. But um, this is like a year-round thing for me. I, I generally say no. I don't really want to go to anything. But then I start feeling really guilty because I'm saying no to everything. So what I'll do is I'll say yes, and then I'll just decide last minute, no. Okay? So I'm trying something new, Nira. Okay. Okay? Tell me how you feel about this. Okay? Mm. Pretend to invite me to something. Okay. Um, do you want to come to my house for a holiday get-together? Um, I would love to. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'll be there if I can. Mm-hmm. If I can. Okay. All right. Okay. Hey, say you say to me, like, hey, call me back. There's something going on. I need, just call me back. I'll be like, okay, I'll call you right back if I can. No, that one I can't handle. I'll text you right back if I can. No, those don't work. Mm. Those don't work. And also, if it depends on how many people are invited to this party. Okay. So right. let's say, for example, I mean, your dream would be it would just be me and you. Right. <laughs> if I can. So the if I can definitely would yeah. not work there. No, that's right. But no, in all seriousness, we are trying to put together a little holiday get together for us on, on the show. Of course, it's in November because Nira's like, I'm booking for next December. <laughs> Snitches, you think you're in my calendar for this December? You're dreaming. Yeah, it's too busy. <laughs> it's too busy. December is insanity. <laughs> okay. So I was like, okay, at the end of November, the yeah. last weekend, let's mm-hmm. get together for a holiday get together. Yeah. Fine. We can, we can, everybody come to my house, your whole family's your children, yep. whoever. So be yourself, Holly, our producer, Scott, our producer, Jared, and myself, Nira, and all our families. So let's say we have this all put in. And if you wrote, if I can, mm-hmm. that's it. No, I'm canceling. It's not happening. Really? Yes. If I'm like, true, like, if I can, if I can mentally handle it that day, I'll be there. If no, I can. No, because there's only four of us. There's right. only four of us. If it was a party of 10 or 12, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. If you show up, you show up. If you don't, you don't. Hmm. But there's only four of us. And we're planning this together. And if you went, yeah, I can make it. I'll try if I can. Then like, no, no, thanks. It's not happening. I'm trying so to thank find, you. I'm trying to find a way of saying like, yes, but no. Okay. No, but yes. What is the point of Without your, making I, like a fake excuse. Like, oh, I've got COVID but whatever. It, but it is fake because you probably can. You're using it as mm. your crutch to get out of everything. You're saying, if I can, so that when you don't want to show up, which majority of the time you don't, then yeah. afterwards no one can say anything to you because you gave the disclaimer. That's I right. said, if I can. Yes. That's yeah. exactly what I want. You just don't want to take ownership of your no. I just want to know. I don't know how I'm going to feel five minutes before something. You so always I want to say sure no. You always, I can say no. But you always feel no. You always That's feel no. That's true. You know your no is going to be, your if I can is yeah. a no. Yes. You're right. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, yes. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Do you just eat the wrong burger? 
Seriously, this is a legit question, a legit concern. Would you just eat it? <laughs> just eat it. Wow. Eat it. There is a reference point. There you go. Have you ever been in a situation where you're ordering food for a bunch of people and then you're going through a drive-thru or you're doing quick pickup and then you bring it all home? Mm-hmm. And all you're doing is quickly just checking. Like, I'm impressed with myself that I checked that I have the right amount of burgers, right amount of whatever, containers. Yeah, I'm impressed you check. I just grab a bag and go. And go. Mm-hmm. Well, this happened a couple of days ago. I'm not going to mention the establishment. What does it rhyme with? <laughs> not going to say okay. anything. Got home and one of the burgers was incorrect. Okay? Was it yours? It was mine. Yes, one of the burgers was incorrect. And I was really annoyed because I don't eat beef, right? I'm a chicken and fish girl. Mm -hmm. And the burger for me ended up being a beef burger. So I was really annoyed and really frustrated. But I had all this family over at my house. And what am I going to do? Go turn around and drive back and go get the burger fixed? Am I, is that what I'm going to do? Is this at a fast food restaurant? Yes. You did like drive through or you whatever? I did a drive through. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Drive through. Okay. Grabbed okay. it. Okay. Checked okay. containers uh-huh. before I right. drove away. Counted. 10 burgers. 10 burgers. Go. Exactly. Okay. Right. And uh, so what I did is I pulled the meat out and I just mm-hmm. ate it without the meat. Boo. It's just really annoying. And in this situation, um, I was super annoyed. And then I called the establishment to let them know. Amazing. Like, well, yeah. I'm like, dude, like nothing's cheap anymore. You know what's annoying about calling? It doesn't, they're like, so, like, yeah. so, they're like, come well, back. They're like, come back. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to come back now. No. Like time, energy, money, gas, yeah. all of it. Right. I'm no. like, not going to leave again. No. And then, um, uh, when I, then I went back to the place to show them the receipt and say, this is the, the inaccuracy mm-hmm. that happened. They're like, oh, but did you eat it? I'm like, well, what? of course I ate it. I took the meat out and I ate the burger. You ate part of it. Yeah. They're like, but, but did you? Because I was like, them just, I'm going to, am I going to sound like an a-hole here by saying them just giving me a burger in return for that inconvenience wasn't enough for me. Because mm. they already, I already paid for that. Yeah. I find them asking you, did you eat it rude? Well, because I said, because they're like, okay, we'll, we'll now just give you the burger that we made wrong. I'm like, no, actually you owe me like three. Yeah. You owe me like three for the inconvenience you caused me. I had to come all the way back here for this. Mm-hmm. But they feel like they just owe me a burger because I ate the other one. Okay, I have a question about the burger yeah. and don't get mad at me. Okay. Is it normally a beef burger and then you were like, hey, can I, <laughs> no. hey, can no. I have a meatless meat me whatever? <laughs> no, it meat, was meat free. It was supposed to be a chicken one. Okay, like yeah. it wasn't a crazy no. substitution you were making that they were like, what? I think like, they messed up and they gave me two of another thing, right? Like okay. of all these burgers. They just okay. kind of whatever. They just must okay, have. That is- man, they must have just counted too. Instead of checking, they counted, right? So they made the mistake. Yeah. You ate. I quote, ate the mistake. Yeah, but you didn't. You ate a bun. I ate the bun. Uh, but Mike, when this happens, when you go back, do you believe they owe you just the mistake, or do yeah. they owe you more for your time and the mistake? Yeah, time mistake. They owe Thank you. They can you. take care of the whole order. That's what I said. Like, I'm like, you messed up the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Really, at the end of the yeah. day, the whole thing is messed up, and now you're just going to give me a burger that I already paid for, that you made a mistake for, that I drove all the way back for. And but I look like the lunatic. Yeah, I know. You do. Thank you. You I are. Just, I just needed the clarification <laughs> yeah, you on are. that. It's fine. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Can you wear it now or do you have to wait? I have a birthday present question for you. Birthday present question. Is this my birthday coming up in a couple weeks, Nira? 
I forgot about that. That's okay. <laughs> I, wit, I hate my birthday, so please just forget about it. That's fine. Who cares? Forget I brought it up. Okay. But I wanted a new jacket, so I pulled a Nira. I bought myself a new jacket for my birthday from my husband, John. I know. Isn't it great? It's a great classic move. I sent him the receipt, the digital receipt, and I'm yeah. like, thank you so much for the birthday present. Yes. And his response was, I knew it's what you wanted. Yes. Like, he's in on it. He Perfect. Knows. He's like, great, whatever. Great. He paid for it. I got the jacket. It arrived a couple days ago. Okay. I opened it up already. I've yeah. tried it on. I love it. I've already cut the tags off. I'm keeping this thing. It is beautiful. I love it. Was it the one I suggested? It's the one you suggested. Yes. I almost bought something else, and she's like, you fool. <laughs> Look at that one. That's classic. I'm like, okay. So I got that. I don't even know what you'd call it. It's just like a... It's, it's like a... It's an oversized uh, classic trench coat. kind of coat mm. thing. Isn't a trench material? No. Anyway, it's like a long jacket. I, I like to call it like what I would call like my dad's jacket back in the day. Like okay. my dad's coat. It's a my dad coat. My mom saw it and said, that's a real grown-up coat. Yes. Okay? Yeah. So I want to know. My birthday's not till November 19th. Shout out, Scorpios. Can I wear the jacket no. now? Oh, come on! No, one of my classic rules to this Ugh. amazing thing I do, because for years now... I find what I would like for my birthday mm -hmm. and I let my husband Gary know and then I even like let him know that it's all wrapped up and from you and the kids, this yep. is what you guys are giving me. I'll send him a photo, whatever. He's like, awesome, great, thank you. Because he also, mm -hmm. I've taken something off his plate. I'm getting sure. exactly what I want. You've done all the work. I've done all the work. But you can't, the key is you cannot take the present and wear the present or use the present until your birthday because then when it comes to your birthday you're gonna be like well where's my present no you, i love it already no you that's good i want to wear it your want your angst your desire for it is great because then when you get it on your birthday and you open it open it up in front of your kids and your husband you're so uber awesome excited about it and then it really feels like it's your birthday present okay wait are you suggesting that not only am i not allowed to wear the jacket to my birthday i have to rewrap it and like pretend i'm surprised and open it again on my birthday yeah you put it in a bag what it's already in my closet like no, hanging put, no you put it in a bag because then you got to open it in front of your kids you gotta show your I've kids i've already tried it on for my my oldest son i'm like what do you think luke he's like it's kind of weird but he's only seven so <laughs> okay. whatever You're he's supposed... seen it everyone's seen no. it you put it back you put it back in there then you open it and you make a big production of it on your birthday <laughs> be like thank you so much guys i love my birthday present because then you're also showing i think this is important to showcase to your kids mm -hmm. that effort was made for your birthday this is for your birthday today is your birthday i made the effort I, it's fine it's fine but you want to show your boys you want to show that to your boys don't you I but, guess. So, so then they then know later look, on to make those efforts with those in their relationships. Look, kids, mommy ordered her own present. You know what? Whatever happens in their relationship later on, you're just showcasing that mommy was thought about in this household. By herself. It does. From herself. Okay, wow. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Apparently having one of these in a committed relationship is not okay. Hmm. I did not know this. I got some NFD for you this morning as a Nira friend drama. My girlfriend found out I have one of these and I'm in a committed relationship with my husband, Gary. And she's like, is everything okay? That's not okay. That, that, if you're in a committed relationship, you cannot have one of those. And it's a separate bank account. Ooh. First of all, that's better than what I thought. I thought you were saying an affair. You were playing like, I have a boyfriend. And that's apparently not okay to my husband. What? Okay, these days, you never know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these days, I mean. And if that's part of your agreement, good for you. Exactly. This, you know, agreement situations. But 
And here in this situation, we have a joint account, of course. We have our joint account. But then I still have a Nira account, and Gary still has a Gary Gill account. Ooh. What? Is that weird? Yep. You're joking right now. That is super weird. That is not weird to have still your own account and still have a joint. We have a joint account that's both of us, but mm-hmm. he still has his own account and I have my own account. Why haven't you let go yet? Why can't you let go? What's going on? You've been married for 19 years. Why have you not been able to close the account? Because my grandma told me a long time ago, mm-hmm. my grandma from forever ago, mm-hmm. um, when I used to go visit her in India, she used to always put away... Uh, a little bundle of cash like every other day she would just take a few dollars and always put them away in an emergency pocket randomly hidden in her closet okay and she said a woman should always have an emergency stash of like money only that she knows about it doesn't matter how amazing your husband how amazing your life you should always have your own little secret stash she goes the amount of times that that money has come in handy for when your grandpa and I have been stuck in a bad situation or grandpa needed cash or if I needed I have this little money I've always put away as a little Mm. emergency fund that nobody knows about but then I come and I save the day okay so that explains your emergency quote fund yeah what's up with your husband Gary he does the same thing it's usually me asking him for money because you be- said your grandma said every woman yes. should have some money yeah. just in case. Yeah. So what's your husband's excuse? Listen, I'm not trying to start your thing <laughs> I guess you guys Listen. Good? Are uh, you good? I'm with your friend. Like, is something going on? I think this is the strangest thing. Are you thing. questioning things? Why can I... Co- I think this is the most... We have a joint account too, mm-hmm. but we have our separate account. I think yeah. that's absolutely normal. I love the fact that Gary has a separate account because then every few months I'm like, hey, honey, the visa bill is a little high. And then he's like, here you go. And I'm like, where did this money come from? Mm. Where do you have all this money hidden from me? But I kind of like it. Oh, interesting. I'm like, yeah, he comes to save the day. I made my husband close his account down. What? I was like, we have a joint account and that is it. What? We know everything about each other's money and that's it. He's got no... He got, he, I don't think he has a... I mean, I looked through his wallet yesterday, actually. He's got no money. No money <laughs> hidden and no money. That is really strange. No, no. no uh, we're keeping it out. It's open. I think I think there is some goodness to have a little bit of independence from each other. Why does everything always have to be so together together? Well, I was thinking you guys were both having an affair, but then you're so cute. You're like, we use it to like pay off debt. So now I'm a bit worried that we have no backup. And pay off each other's debt. It's you, I usually come to him be like, honey. Have you ever considered paying off an outsider's debt? <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask my honey. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Holly and Nira.